Welcome to Wine and Wisdom Podcast. I'm Dee Owens. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. If you've been here before, welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode and our guest, the, the topic and everything. Our, the guest exudes just sexiness, love, and so much more. So without further ado, please welcome Miss Victoria Eisenhower. Oh, she's a self-love sex scientist, correct? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Ooh, I cannot wait to get into that today. But first of all, thank you again for being here. Well, thank you, Dee. I'm, I'm very excited to connect and exchange stories and really just bring more awareness to this you know what some people would consider taboo but what I consider like vital yes um and we're gonna get into all of that so I'm so excited uh, before we get started I hope you don't mind I actually am going to I haven't recorded um well the, let me just tell you a quick thing the podcast is called wine and wisdom podcast and when I first started we always had wine um like whenever we recorded and there was like some recently episodes where I just didn't have a drink with my recording but today I think I'm going to (laughs) yeah girl (laughs) so a little ASMR right there um but I'm so excited um so before we let's just start off with who you are and then we'll get into what you do so tell me a little bit about Victoria Victoria now or Victoria before yeah, so let's get into because your story is super significant. Um, and um, I want to do a quick background. I actually met uh, Victoria at um, a PCOS convention that we went to in New York and absolutely was amazed by everything that she said. And I was like, okay, she has to come on the podcast. We, we talked a little bit, but we didn't touch base as much at the convention but I am again so glad that you're here because like I said I was I your presentation was amazing and I cannot wait to get into your story and for everyone to learn about you um so let's start with um I I, I want to talk about like your child let's talk about like who you are where you grew up and then we'll get up into like where you grew up and like, where you're from and things like that um and then we'll get into your story and how you got started and then go from there. How does that sound? That sounds good to me, love. All right. So where are you from? So I am from, um, I'm born and raised in Stafford, Virginia. It's like a small little cute town. And I was, um, I'm one of five kids. So I grew up with a big family. Okay. And I'm the second to oldest, and I always had this mindset and eagerness to just be like, I can't wait to grow up. I can't wait to be like an adult. I can't wait to do all the really cool things (laughs) like we all do. (laughs) Yeah, right? It's a trick. (laughs) It's it's a trick, guys. Stop. Slow. Pump the brakes. Don't do it. (laughs) So you grew up in Virginia, and um, let's... Uh, I, I don't want to I don't want to say too much because I want you to tell your story um so 
you grew up in Virginia and then somewhere along the line you got married oh yeah so I kind of um as a youngster I admired like I um I'm trying to think of like the great way to kind of like pivot off but basically I grew up like as every kid did just kind of following the direction of like what my parents wanted you know Mm -hmm. the success for me to be like you know it was like just keep you know studying through the books go to go to school because when you go to school you're going to get a great job and you know someday you'll get married and I'm like oh this sounds this sounds great like I I like this so (laughs) I did just that so I went through the process I got my bachelor's um, I actually studied forensic science so I did um, I worked in a forensic lab for a while and um, so I've always had this core passion for science And I'm a very curious individual. So at the same time, as I'm like getting the the degree, I meet, um, I I met a man and, you know, I was very young. And so we're like, oh, like, let's, let's date. And this is fun. This is lovely. And we were together for a long time. And eventually I did get married to the same person. And um, I was at a point in my life where I had my degree. I had I was married, I had a house, I had dogs, and it even the though American I had, dream. It, yeah, I had I literally like if you think of textbook image of what people literally are living for, it was that. And yeah. at the same time, um there was a moment where I was like, why does this not feel like enough? You know? Like even though you could have everything you could feel absolutely nothing and it's that was a very pivotal moment for me I was um almost three years into my marriage and my whole my whole health was just like <laughs> are we allowed to cuss on your podcast babe we are allowed this is <laughs> okay. podcast let's, baby. Go. let's go okay <laughs> so yeah my health was my health was shit <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> because I was so, I was so wound up. I, I was like, how could I have this, you know, I'm getting, I have a paid job, you know, and I have a roof over my head and I have someone who, you know, cares about me, but I feel so unfulfilled and it became, it just, it kept ruining my health. And eventually I started having um, thoughts about an alternative lifestyle that was very foreign to me. Like what, what would it be like if I actually like started my own business and um, what really kind of like pivoted me in the direction was because like, number one, my health was getting really bad, like not sleeping. I was working for corporate America and that is really like, it takes a certain kind of person to do that. So if you work for corporate, I I'm thinking of you and I'm here for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and at the same time, like, I was just feeling, you know, there were parts of me that felt empty. I, was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to feel like this. I feel like I'm supposed to be grateful. But all around me, it was toxic. Mm. And it was not helping. And the only time, you know, at this moment, the, I, and I know this now, but I would look forward to the weekend and then I would drink to escape and... Um, it got to the point where I was like, I don't even want to do that anymore. It's not working. And what do I need to do? And eventually, 
I, I did end up working with a coach to help me get on track to discover what it is I wanted. Turns out that, you know, I was kind of living with this mindset of I've done everything people expected me. And now that nobody else expected anything from me, I was lost. And so it was like, well, what does Victoria want to do? And I was like, that's a great question. And I'm not sure I deserve to know that. (laughs) (laughs) And so while I was figuring this out and getting my health back on track, I was building more of a routine. I started spending a lot of time with myself, like really getting to know who I am, what I wanted. And it turns out everything I had at this point was not really what I wanted in the first place. It's what you thought you wanted or what everyone made you think that you wanted basically. Right. And, um, Along this journey, I discovered self-pleasure and I was like, why in the hell (laughs) did I not know about this sooner? And I started learning the difference between what it felt like in my body with myself versus what it felt like in my body with my partner. And I began to recognize that, you know, the intimacy, there was a huge intimacy difference. And so, you know, to me, intimacy is very important in a relationship. Whether you're married, single, or anything like that, like there are certain pillars to having, like literally having great sex. And it became a thing where I wanted it. And, you know, this wasn't something that was important to this person. And we started having hard conversations like, are we on the same path? Is this actually like, are our values different? Which, you know, they do your values, your interests, everything that, again, that you thought you were going to hold on to, just they change. And I finally realized that this feeling I had had for a long time, this questioning of my worth, this questioning of the decisions I made, the whole time it was, my, you know, subconscious saying like, girl, no, (laughs) (laughs) but I never listened to her because I didn't think I, you know, I was like, no, no. Like if I I need to stay here, but to stay put meant sacrificing something better. And so like fast forward, I know we've been chatting for a minute. Um, Oh, take your time. I'm (laughs) (laughs) But basically, it got to the point where my relationship, we had really, really created a lot of space. And eventually, we were roommates, just roommates sharing the bill. And I knew deep down in myself, I was like, I know that I desire so much more. And he deserves so much more. And after having very hard conversations, we made the choice to go through the divorce And that was difficult. That was, to be honest, like it was earth, it was probably, I would say, I'm not going to say earth shattering, but it was identity shattering (laughs) because your identity is attached to this person and they had known me for quite a long time. So the moment, you know, we started this process, here's the crazy thing though. The moment I told them like, cause they asked me like, is this what you want? And I said, yes. And it was the first time I felt like someone had stepped off my chest. And 
I think the the most painful part was I was it was like my mind had made itself like we had already made this choice a long time ago. I was just in mourning, like this loss is coming, and I just don't know when. Mm-hmm. And so, the moment we were like officially like on the path to doing this, everything started changing. I moved out. I found a new home, and I, I started sleeping you know, sleeping way better. Wow. And it was just, it became this journey of who am I now? Like a blank slate. I'm living in a new neighborhood, um, you know, single for the first time. And the first couple months was just me getting to know who I am. And it's not even just a, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's more like, how do you feel? Like, what is it? what is it we want to do in this lifetime? Because now I have the power. I have this, you know, I feel like I finally have control of what I get to do. And it was terrifying. Yeah. I can only imagine (laughs) how that must've felt at that time. Like, you know, it needed to be done and you know, it was like the right thing, but having to actually go through the motions, that has to be really, really hard. And for you to not only prevail, but discover yourself and like get in touch with yourself, literally. Literally. <laughs> um, that, ha- But that sounds like it was a journey of, I guess, self-discovery and it's, it's just interesting to me, but continue. <laughs> oh, no, girl, you're good. I appreciate it. But, and you're absolutely right. It became this, like, it was like navigating foreign, <laughs> like foreign territory, but it's yeah. literally myself. And it was such a liberating process because again, I felt so much lighter. My health got better. I, I did not have a cycle for like the longest time. And when I was married, I wanted to be a mom. So I kept asking like, well, what's wrong with me? And there's nothing wrong with me. It was just my body was held up in this fight or flight situation. And so with all this stress, there was no way that I had children. So it was an identity shifting um, experience and I was like well maybe another in a different life I could be a mom right now however this is the path and I started sharing small snippets about you know my journey online and I got really deep into studying more pleasure because I was like it is so exciting to read like where like what this does for women especially like how we have thousands and thousands of nerves down there And I was like, why in the world did we not, like, did no one teach us this? And the only time we, like, on average, you know, maybe you grew up in a family who was, like, all, like, sex positive, and I love that for you. Um, But, like, in schools, you know, they literally just teach you how your body changes and then wear a condom when you have sex. And that's it. So (laughs) it's like uh, if more young women were – were educated on the fact that like they have so much power over their own pleasure we could save ourselves so much emotional trauma and undesired um, 
experiences because most of the time at the end of the day we all want to be with somebody right right and mm -hmm. but it depends on like the health of that like being with that person you know um <laughs> as i've said like if you one of the things I talk about with my clients, I'm like, if you just, you know, spend some more time with yourself, getting to know yourself, loving yourself more, then you'll know, you'll discover your worthiness and you, you will refuse to settle for anything less than your worth. And that was part of 2023. <laughs> no, 2022. <laughs> I don't even know what time it is anymore. <laughs> no, seriously, the way time was flying, but what you just said, I, I just feel like a lot, it will resonate so much with a lot of people. Um, so you get to this point, you get a divorce, you move into your new apartment, you're finding yourself, um, your health is improving, which I think is insane that you, every, like your health starts getting better after you're basically out of that environment. Um, and that's just insane to me. But then talk to me about how you got into doing what you do now. Like, so you get to this point. Did you go through a lot of, I um, was it a lot of time of self-discovery? Or how did you pivot into looking into, like, this is what I want to do. I want to help other women basically you know, find themselves and um, get in touch with themselves? So um, about a year ago, so it's the end of the summer of 2022. And I had, I just finished getting certified as a embodiment life coach for women. And I remember, um, completing the course feeling like like I've, I've learned so much like this kind of integrates you know I'm also certified as a trauma-informed yoga instructor and I remember um I had gone MIA too so I was not really in public eye I mm -hmm. was because in the background I was fighting a lot of shame right as I said earlier it was like this identity shifting this questioning of my worth. And as I started building and integrating more pleasure into my life, and I was just like, I know I can't be the only woman who feels this way or is battling shame about her sexuality because there's just such a stigma, right? And yes. so I started coming back to social media and I was working with a business coach at the time and they even told me, they're like, you know, you've got something really beautiful here you just need to find your voice. Like you really need to, like the first, the hardest part is just telling people that like what you're most passionate about. And I'll never forget, like, this is where, you know, the universe is like, this is what you're supposed to do. And I was holding space for a young woman because I started offering free calls just to kind of get some experience under my belt. Right. And she had opened up to me what was happening, you know, in her sex life. And I started sharing, you know, ex like tips for her, like where to start with her own pleasure and like the differences between like what it feels like when she's connected versus disconnected. And, you know, she just sat there and she, she t explains to me how she's like, I'm so glad we're in this space together because I don't know who else to talk to. 
And she's like, this is like your, this is what you do for a living, isn't it? <laughs> and I sat there and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I just, I get so excited when I'm, you know, like if I read a, a new article on like the state of where we're at when it comes to scientific research around women's sexuality, like we're just on this like new like we're we're still like on the tip of the iceberg of what we're capable of doing and I just that night I knew I was like okay this is where I want to get really specific because like you know there's a lot of life coaches out there but there's not a lot of coaches who focus on your mind and your sexuality and I was like that's what I want to do I'm going to take my experiences, I'm going to take everything I'm learning about, and I'm going to take my certifications, and I'm going to turn this into something that's going to change the world. But I'll start with the community first. (laughs) (laughs) I want to create, I wanted to create this space where any woman who's questioning her worth, or she's wondering, you know, some of the things I get asked is, is there something wrong with me? Am I broken? And I'm like, no, babe, no. You're never, never broken. There's just these constant old programs that are running in the back of our minds that are, that feel like they're normal, but they're not natural. And that's what's blocking us from experiencing deep intimacy, satisfying sex, and just overall sense of purpose. Absolutely. And I definitely think um, the space to have this conversation is very limited very limited um and I grew up in a household like you know I didn't my mom didn't talk about sex um it was more hush hush um (laughs) my sister um she was a teen mom and I think because my sister was a teen mom my mom kind of like didn't want me to do anything so she kind of like didn't want to have the conversation she thought like not having the conversation would keep me from doing it I don't know but it's just it's not talked about it's not talked about even like as adults like as you know and I definitely think that this space is very much needed so thank you for being you know one of those people who are willing to you know have this conversation and have the space and getting ready to take over the world with your knowledge (laughs) well thank you love I appreciate it of course so I want to take a break quickly um, about like kind of interview and have a little fun and play a little game. Um, um, So I'm going to give you some words and I kind of want you to just tell me what you think of when you hear these words. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to get, I'm going to give you three words. I'm going to do one by one. And then I want you to explain like when I tell you the first word, what, what you think of when you instantly hear that word. Cause I feel like your definitions and what you think of and what everyone else thinks of are going to be completely different. So I'm, I want to see. <laughs> um, so the first word would be pleasure. What do you think of when you hear the word pleasure? Oof. I love this word. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's funny that you mentioned it because I literally did a post the other day about what this word means and when I use it. So pleasure, when I say pleasure or I think of pleasure, I immediately think of like plush, soft, silk, 
like this is pleasure to me is more than a sexual experience it is it is literally encompassing a feeling of bliss happiness and joy within all experiences I love that. Um, like right now, before we started our episode, to get myself in a state of like pleasure and everything, I lit some candles. I, had some wine. I was like, this yes. is the perfect episode. Like I wanted to create a vibe when I was talking to you. So Ooh, that, is, that is the vibe. Um, the next word is sexy. What do you think of when you hear the word sexy? The first thing that comes to mind is a very, like, it's a woman in her Wonder Woman pose, like, the hands <laughs> on the hips. And, like, when you look at her, she's wearing this, like, beautiful bodycon black dress. Ooh. And it's, like, hugging all the right curves. And it's, like, you look at her, and it's not just the fact that she's, you know, like, ooh, like, she's sexy, but sexy as in, like, she's strong. Like, this woman knows exactly what she wants and I want to know her secret so to me sexy is this feeling of confidence and just power that is a power pose right there I love it I love your definite I love what you think of I I just love listening to what, what how you interpret the words um so last but not least, I actually just thought of these three words. <laughs> I just thought of those two. Um, the last word, um, I'm gonna I was I'm stuck between two, but I think I'm going to use the word a romance. What do you think of when you hear the word romance? Mm. I am a hopeful romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When I hear the word romance, I think of the word, um, I think of trust and holding hands because romance is like a deeper, it's very similar to intimacy, right? It's just like this deeper knowing of satisfaction and it's, it's literally, like you said, like, I'm thinking candles, too. I'm thinking of warm, like, luscious jazz and, like, the so, color red. Yes, red red is so sexy and, like, romantic. Like, oh, love those. Love anything that's, like, red. Yeah. I agree. Anything else you want to add to that? or um, For romance? I, oh, my gosh. Like, now you got me thinking all the hot things. Like, <laughs> to me, romance, it, like, back to our word sexy, romance is sexy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is a, it's like a richness, right? Like that dark chocolate dipped strawberry. It just tastes so good. Yes. strawberries. <laughs> so, like, romance is like a deepening into, like, ugh. It's like the deepening part of love, whether it's short or long, but it's just that moment, like everything is perfect. Yeah. I love that. I love, 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 love those answers. This is a fun little game. Uh, I know. <laughs> Got okay. me like visualizing now. I'm like, 
I already feel like um, we're going to need to have you back. Um, I'm not done with the episode, but I'm just saying I already feel like I'm going to need to have you back for an episode because one, I feel like I want to get some questions from people. If we can get some <laughs> questions, that'd be great. Um, she like I just feel like that would be great. And then also, Martha, who you met, I think maybe we could do an episode with you. That would be fun. Or maybe we can like answer questions with you, something like that. But I definitely think we need some questions answered. <laughs> um, but I wanted to get into um you what you do and what your mission is. But before we get into that, I want to talk about when I um, saw you at the PCOS con, a lot of what you talked about was self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved a lot of the things that you were talking about. I know you had um, you had this board of words and it was like a bunch of words that, oh, it was like words that I think, they were they were negative words or I don't I don't remember they were just I remember you just you, on one of your slides it was like do you know what I'm talking about <laughs> was it talking? was it the um like the limiting beliefs where it's like I'm unworthy or something like that yes yes yeah. that was it can we talk a little bit about or whatever you can or whatever you I, I just want to touch a little bit about um like self-love and what it means to you and how like even if you want to talk about like your own personal journey and how you kind of got there or if you've always had the confidence or, um, and just how you would describe like self-love and how important self-love is and how it kind of goes hand in hand with, um, like the self-pleasure and, um, everything, how it all ties in together, if that makes sense. <laughs> I think so. If I leave anything out, let me know. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I think one of the things you asked was, have I always been this confident? And I'm going to say right now, I literally just had a conversation with one of my best friends last night and she goes, I remember when you hated getting your picture taken. Oh my goodness. And that was, so that it's 2023 and that was right around 20, I want to say 2021. So it has been a beautiful journey to feel confident within myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of this, you know, part of this learning to love myself process has been learning to love the body that I have. Because for so long, I had felt like, as a woman, I was like, well, the only way I'm going to get a man is if, you know, if he's nice to me, then that must be, that must mean I'm good enough. Right. And I, I say that in that tone because it just, I don't agree with that now, <laughs> you know, because we were seeking this validation outside of ourselves because that's what we, we think we are supposed to do. It's what we know. And then the moment, the moment a woman recognizes her worth and her confidence is activated, she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm valuable enough. I am valuable enough on my own. And um, so to me, the, so like my, my brand is the self-love scientist, right? Yeah, self-love scientist. And, 
And the re- like that, the origin of that name came from this journey of learning to love myself. So self-love to me is you are cultivating a deep relationship with yourself because our versions of self-love look different. Like, um, like right now, like you're enjoying a glass of wine. That's self-love to me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like you're relaxing, like, and it, it brings you like, I'm, you know, just going off on it, but like, it brings you joy. Like that makes you feel good and you deserve that. And so self-love is, learn like you just reverse the words it's love self learning to love yourself and post-divorce with like this identity like who am I like midlife hey midlife crisis um learning to romance myself helped me become a better version of myself now so that when I go out in the world I can be that woman who is confident like the woman in the black dress like if when I enter the room I know what's you know what's good (laughs) what's good for me and um I think my belief is if we had more women and men like you know for any gents who are listening to this like you deserve some love too Um, but if we if we would just spend more time doing that we would have such a a more positive outlook on life because you know when you ask someone like oh do you love yourself? And as simple as that question is, it's actually pretty difficult to answer because we, we just, we continue to, we live in a people pleasing society. Right. And as you know, when we were at PCOS con, I talked about limiting beliefs, which are, these are thoughts that for so long, it just seemed normal to think about like, I'm too much. I could never do that. I'm not enough. I'm unworthy. Like for me, it was a, you know, how could I be so selfish for wanting to leave this American dream of a life for something that could bring me pleasure, right? Right. And so by beliefs go and replacing them with real thoughts that actually are true and feel true for us. Like I am enough. I am beautiful. I am sexy or life gets to be pleasurable for me. You know, we start cultivating this luscious relationship with ourselves. And I think like another part of your question is like, what are some examples? Was that right? Of self? Yes. Yes. So I'm going to name a few. I'll start with, we'll keep it G and then I'll go right in R. <laughs> yeah, we can get, yeah, let's, we could start off light and, you know, like I said, this is unfiltered. I yes. want to get into the nitty gritty, so go ahead. <laughs> yes, let's go. Okay. All right. So my, my practice and what I tell my clients is, you know, cause everyone's coming from different parts and yeah. the gratitude, like first is gratitude, right? Gratitude, which also encompasses affirmations and positive self-talk and that's like what we said earlier I'm not good enough and it's like yes you are enough you are doing the best you can and the gratitude part um it's not just I'm grateful for my home I'm grateful for the food and I'm grateful for my job because there will probably there's probably a chance that there's a part of you that doesn't like your job there's a chance (laughs) that you you don't like the food in your fridge because you're trying to go on a diet. And, you know, there's a part of you that you're like, 
I wish I was, you know, skinnier or I wish my arms weren't so flabby. And like for me, I have stretch marks on the inside of my thighs and I have hair on my arms and I was so shameful. I was like, don't look at me. Don't look at this. And now I'm here. I am out in the open. Just <laughs> like, <laughs> I love these parts of me now. Yeah. So gratitude is like a beautiful, it's a beautiful foundation. It's a great place to start by learning to identify parts of yourself that you do love. Or if there's a part of you that you don't love, like, what can we do to change that story? Right. And the next step from that is taking yourself on dates, getting to know this beautiful woman, right? Like, what do you, do you, do you want to go get Italian? You want to go get some French food? Or if you're feeling like a burger, that's awesome. I love that. Um, That was one of like the most, I would say that moment, like when I took myself out to dinner for the first time, like last year coming out of like coming through the divorce process because I finally realized like I wasn't I was not ready to date I did not want to be with anyone but I just couldn't fathom being like you know like I just felt this loss and I really wanted to cultivate romance again like I'm a hopeful romantic and I finally realized I was like I can't wait for how is someone going to take me out to dinner if I'm not doing, if I don't do this for myself? And so going out on solo dates, and again, like anyone can do this, whether you're independent or in a relationship, because in that time, like if you go out, get your nails done, or if you go out to eat at your favorite restaurant, or even just grabbing a cocktail, you spending that time with yourself is so valuable because you can just, you get, you get a restart, you get a reset and you're like, I deserve this. This is so nice. Yeah. And the hardest part is just doing it. Like it's just booking the reservation or booking that massage. If you like a little spa day and again, huge confidence booster because you are moving in your power towards something that you want and dating yourself. Now, the third one I want to talk about is one of my favorites, and you might remember, and that's taking nudes. Yes. <laughs> Woo-hoo. yes. And that, the reason why I use this one, again, like a lot of my work is centered around body confidence and body pleasure because feeling safe in your body and part of that self-love journey is learning to love the body you have and taking nudes is and I'm not saying send it um you can send them if you want and I think we had talked about I was like you can send them to me like I will I will be your biggest cheerleader yeah it's it's a moment of vulnerability right because you're standing there you're seeing you for your in your raw your rawest essence and you will be able to see yourself like nobody else can. And with taking these photos, even if like maybe you don't take the photo, but it's just the idea of it, you can capture how beautiful you are. And it's a wonderful reminder. Like if you take a picture, save it. And if you're going through a rough time, pull up that nude. I promise you from personal experience, like if any kind of small heartbreak, you'll be like, wait a minute wait a minute, 
I'm actually really hot. Like I am beautiful. <laughs> like I can't believe I cried. Right. <laughs> Hold on, I'm kind of fine. <laughs> and I, I know that if more women would recognize that, um, one of the things that we I've talked about before is women have different, like we're all different, right? In our bodies, like we have the same function on the inside, but we're, we look different on the outside. So everyone is constantly playing the comparison game. Like, why don't my, why don't my breasts look as perky as hers? Or why, why is like my labia, like a little bit shifted up here? Mm -hmm. And I always tell women, like, you, like, sit in front of a mirror and just explore, like, taking some time because you'll realize, actually, you're quite, like, you're such a beautiful, enchanting creature if you just allowed and were able to let go of what someone may have said to you when you were very young. Maybe you saw some magazines or, you know, there's the movies. And then, you know, even the deeper work of any kind of trauma experience that made you feel less than. So the nudes is a, a very empowering and vulnerable experience. And through our vulnerabilities, we grow into better versions of ourselves. Amen. I loved all those answers. <laughs> um, so what she's saying is take more nudes. Take more <laughs> even nudes. If, even if you keep them or send them to your friends. You know, I have a few friends that, you know, they'll send me their pictures you know, it's, or we'll, we'll send them or, if we're, you know, feeling you want to feel sexy, you need a confidence boost, send them to someone that you trust or keep them for yourself, you know, but take more nudes. Yes. I think because everyone loves taking pictures and <laughs> I'm telling you, like for any of my ladies out there, you pull up that picture, you're going to, you're really just going to, you're like, you know what? Like, and it could also like, there's the opposite part. Like that could be really hard to do. And I, and I think just by you doing that, you've overcome a tough obstacle. And again, you're like, ah, I can do, I can do hard things. And you can see and feel exactly what it's like to be yourself. So that like, if you're ever with someone, you'll know, like, actually, this doesn't feel great at all. And I'm going to go. Yeah. And then another thing that you brought up was the solo dates. I am working so hard on that. Um, I am the type of person who I don't like to like go places by myself, but I'm working on it. Um, I've been to, I went to like an event by myself. I haven't done dinner yet, but that's on my list. Um, but I think that's such a great point. And I think solo dates are just a way to make yourself feel good and get in tune with yourself. So I love that you mentioned solo dates. Um, I'm trying to, you also mentioned uh you said nudes there was one more thing i wanted to bring back up that you said um huh well i know you did say affirmations that i do remember um and i have actually a little segment that i do where i pull up um an affirmation of um uh, from the i am app and then i will like read it to you and then i will ask you what did you take from that affirmation Mm. so let me pull it up I love that you are working up towards taking yourself out to dinner I'll have to I'm gonna check in on you be like did you do it <laughs> <laughs> yes I, it's I'm just like 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I feel like I, I, I can't be alone, but I, I did go to the coffee shop by myself for a little bit. So I, I am taking baby steps there. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing though, like baby steps. I, I hear you so much. Like I've, I remember just doing the coffee shops, but the dinner part and like, that's the thing. It feels like you should have someone. Right. And that's where we learn, like, actually I am enough for myself in this moment. And then you get to, you get to be in charge. You get to, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this now. I love a man who plans the date. However, yes. if you're in your single phase and like spending time with yourself, you know, planning the date, like when you put yourself in these experiences of what you desire in like a future partnership or even just as part of your self-love journey, the, the world is like, oh, you want more of this? Here you go. Like you just start, you start changing your reality because you've shifted your mindset, your mindset. Amen. Okay. Are you ready for this affirmation? Oh, yes. Okay. Let. Sorry. Okay. I'm excited. I feel like there's always like things that line up really well. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. So it says, (laughs) Stepping out of my comfort zone is necessary for growth. <laughs> oh, girl, what did we just talk about? <laughs> I love that. That is so aligned to what we're talking about. But if you could just, in your own words, um, say, like, I guess, how how you interpret that. Or um, if you want me to read it again, I can say it again. But stepping out of my comfort zone is necessary for growth. Um, and you want to hear my take on it? Yes. Or how you interpret it or, you know, what you take from it. Oh, yeah. Um, I honestly, like, with that affirmation, I wholeheartedly agree with it. Um, some of the most beautiful experiences I've had have come from doing that very thing, stepping out of my comfort zone. And, um, I think I'm... I said it earlier, like through our vulnerabilities is how we grow and being vulnerable is uncomfortable. Healing is uncomfortable, but when we hold that space and we allow ourselves to do something different, your body chemistry, your brain is literally changing. Like you're changing your whole world by getting out of your comfort zone, by taking yourself out to dinner or, um, take like booking that vacation or finally deciding to tell your boss that you deserve this promotion or um, doing things a little differently. And when we, with the word, like also like getting out of my comfort zone, this is where you, you're getting out of your comfort zone because that's, it's the best thing for you. You don't want to get out of your comfort zone because you want, you're doing something that's not safe. You want to do something that is and I say safely as in obviously your brain and body's like we've never done this before red flag (laughs) that's not always the case your your brain and your mind are always going to protect you and your ego like your ego is a big thing like your ego is going to want to stay comfortable however if you like let's say what's a good example oh my gosh um so here's a, a really good example last year in November 
I left the country and I was, I was by myself and a lot of people were like, I would, I would never do that. I would be, weren't you afraid? And I said, you know, I trusted myself and I, it was the, I had traveled domestically many times on my own, but international was a whole nother thing. And at the same time, by doing that, by putting myself out of my comfort zone and doing something that I really wanted, but like I had waited for other people to do this for me and I just didn't want to wait anymore. And so now I have this beautiful, I had these beautiful experiences and now I have these beautiful memories that helped me grow into this next version of self. I love that. I've never, like I said, solo traveling is like kudos to you like that's amazing but I feel like solo traveling would be like so amazing and so like I don't know if you I've I've been following Tia Mori um she's actually just is getting divorced I don't know if you follow her but she's getting divorced after like I think she's been married for like 20 years and she just went on yeah she just went on a solo trip and she's like posting about like how much it like helped with her like healing and her self-love and her discovery and just like all these things so I definitely think it's a beautiful thing when you get to that place and you're able to and you Lisa did you trust yourself enough to travel like I, I just think that is just so beautiful um so I'm gonna get there one day maybe go somewhere I'll have to start small like I said (laughs) with my um going out to eat and things of such like that but a solo trip sounds just so like like I I feel like that's such an accomplishment like I did like you know to travel on my own so I'm I'm, kudos to you well thank you babe and I agree with what you're saying, though. Like, it does start small. Like, it starts with going on coffee dates and then taking yourself out to dinner. And then eventually you're like, you know what? I have I have overcome so much. And I've, it's like I've always wanted to do this. And one of the things I've learned is, you know, to cultivate the life I want, I want to – I need to experience the things that I've I had wanted for so long. And like, I was for some reason, like we always wait. We're like, Oh yeah. Someone's going to do this for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll but be waiting forever. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to wait forever. Like if you'll probably see this on reels where it's like, this is your sign to do the thing. And yeah, it's yeah. like, actually, yes. And also just make sure it's aligned with that's what you really want. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. So before we wrap it up, I have one more word that I would love for you to tell me. Um, Because I feel like when people hear the word intimacy, I feel like their mind could just go to sex. But can you just like go over different ways, different types of intimacy? And um, I guess like if, if you would talk about what are the different ways that intimacy could mean or what they could be? Of course, sex. So yeah, definitely include that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So intimacy is, is a state where like when you hear intimacy, it just like, this is a sexy word too. Like, let's talk about that. (laughs) Like, 
intimacy is a sought after word because it's it's almost like ordering dessert right and it's it tastes so good and you just you can't get enough of it and intimacy is again here's where that word trust comes into play right like you're experiencing something on a deeper level a deeper knowing and it doesn't have to always be about sex you know sex is amazing and also intimacy can be cooking Mm -hmm. whether you're cooking on your own or you're cooking with someone you are opening up intimacy is like collecting everything that's happening in the present moment you know it's the sounds the smells the colors and it's building this this deep experience that feels uh, honestly my favorite word is like luscious like I can't I can't oh I like that word I love that word <laughs> and it's it's knowing that you know it's kind of the opposite of like you hear sex and some people might hear sex and think of like just the mechanics of it right and it's quick it's nonchalant and intimacy is the the deeper more integrative you know it's if you have a partner and they they give you a scalp massage or even a back rub it's or if you're, you know, doing solo sex, it's starting to rub the lotion on your legs or looking at all your toys and being like, ooh, which one do I want to do? And <laughs> playing a pleasure playlist. And you're, it's like a – intimacy is a mood. <laughs> ooh, I love that idea. Pleasure playlist. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're evoking the senses to create, like, your very own movie almost. And – Again, it's this connection, whether it's with yourself or with others, there's a sense of I'm going to surrender in this moment and be fully present. Like, what would that look like? And how great does that sound? I love that. When I think of like intimacy, like the first thing that comes to my mind is like a bubble, like, I mean, with a partner or without, but I think of like a nice hot bubble bath. Like putting some candles like that's what comes to my mind when I think of see that is literally the first image that popped into my head um and I've been like on this journey of like self-love myself um I, I even post a little bit of content about it because I have been looking at myself in a different light than I've ever in my entire life um so that's been interesting and I have romanticized everything that I do like the smallest things that I could be doing, I will try to romanticize and make it into something sexy or something glamorous or I don't know. I just like to make it the, the most of even the smallest things. I love that. I love <laughs> romancing. Like, yes, romanticizing every small thing. Every, yes. Um, that's, that's literally what I've been doing. So, um, but I've had the best time with you. I know I'm going to need you to come back. Um, <laughs> so will you please come back? Um, yes, I would love to. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So we're going to have you come back. 
Um, but I would love if you could just tell our listeners where everyone can find you on social media. Um, I know you offer coaching. If you want to talk about your coaching and what they can expect from your coaching and just where they can find you because you give like your content is amazing. Do you have TikTok? Um, I'm asking a lot of questions, but (laughs) I love your content. I love everything that like what you're doing is amazing. And, um, I am, I'm so grateful for going to the PCOS con and running into you and meeting you and talking to you and discovering who you are and what you do, because what you do is so needed and it's amazing. So I'm giving you your flowers now. So thank you. (laughs) Oh, thank you, babe. I appreciate you so much. And I'm so glad we connected. And yes, Martha is also a vibe. I've been messaging her too. I'm like, yes, so grateful for you. Like, there's just, there's something powerful about being in sisterhood. And then there's just, again, like creating this exact kind of space is what we need, especially as women. Like we need that yeah. area to be able to drop in and be like, I need someone to talk to you, or I just need to know like, what is something I could do? Like, where do I start? And you can start, you can find me on Instagram. I am at Victoria underscore Eisenhower, and that's spelled I-C-E-N as a Nancy, H-O-W-E-R. And as Dee has said, I've got all my juicy content there. Um, you will also, like, forewarning, my nudes are there, but they're tasteful. They are <laughs> sexy, guys. <laughs> She's giving me ideas for my own pictures. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that pose. I like yes, that. Girl. Yes, like, and that's the thing. Like, that's why I'm like, when people come to my profile, um, you'll probably get the sense of, like, well, this is very romantic, very, you know, yes. feminine, and that's... Yes the kind of containers I have. Um, so I'm on Instagram. I am also on TikTok at self love scientist. And then, um, you can go to my, um, my link is in my quote link is in my Instagram bio and TikTok bio, but you can also just go to the self love scientist.com and that'll bring you up to my coaching program, which is called bloom. And Bloom is a beautiful, like, again, luscious coaching experience. And I say that because it's literally, we are working, we spend six sessions together and we start cultivating and creating the life that you want, putting in the desires you want. And at the same time, we learn what it is that's holding you back from, you know, if you're struggling with body confidence, if you're having a hard time being in your femininity like for women one of the biggest things we have a hard time with is receiving like we we mm-hmm. want help but we don't want help we want to be loved but we don't want love right and so we spend time finding out what it is that's holding you back whether it's a fear of rejection the fear of being alone or something at your core and we use a lot of um holistic mindset techniques to get let it go. And then we fill that new space with what you want. And we do a lot of, you know, hands-on experiences, your assigned homework. And I also provide offline accountability because going through this journey is, it's exciting and it's also vulnerable and it's emotional. And at the end of the day, like when you complete the program, it's so beautiful to see like how you, where you start to where you finish. And 
Oh, and one of my favorite things I do also, all my Bloom clients get this self-care kit box. Ooh. And it's filled with products to help you along the journey while we work together and even afterwards. And everybody's, you know, gifts are different. They're usually put together based on like the theme. So um, as like an example, one of my clients, our focus for the work was based on intimacy. She really wanted to expand her horizons in the bedroom. So we had to, you know, we worked on her learning to create a, you know, a self-love practice and also like just getting comfortable with her body. So there was like a yoni eggs, some candles that she could melt and also use on her skin. And I always put a book in there because again, I'm very nerdy and I want you to be nerdy too. (laughs) So that's one of the things I love because um, as women, we deserve gifts and we deserve to be adorned. So I kind of create, I'm literally dating my clients. (laughs) I love it. So that is the Bloom program. And um, if you're not on social media at all, and if you ever need to shoot me an email, you can email me at victoria.lotuslifestyle at gmail.com. Awesome. I will, of course, include all of Victoria's links in the episode. Again, I absolutely love this conversation. Maybe next time we'll get a little bit more deeper. I really just wanted to get to know you a little bit and just talk about what you do so people know that this space is here and um, that they have someone that they can go to. And again, like I said, her content is so good and it's fire and everything just looks aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing. And it's just, it's just, it's chef kiss. So (laughs) thank you so much again, Victoria. I'm going to make sure I charge my rose tonight. (laughs) Enjoy. I love it. Yes, girl. Um, And enjoy myself. But again, thank you again for being here. Oh, thank you, Dee. It was such a pleasure. And thank you to Dee's audience for listening to the stories. And I'm looking forward to jumping in here again. Yes. Thank you guys again for listening. And um, I will see you guys next time. Bye.